Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you today. Another fantastic day here in Ocean City, Maine at Camp Oceanwood with Project New Hope and a bunch of great veterans facing PTSD and using each other to gather the courage and the community to move forward. But before I get to that, I just want to tell you a little bit about a trip I took today. So we got done this morning, had a little energy, so I hopped in the rental car and I headed for the Bush family compound at Kennebunkport. The name Kennebunkport, that might have jogged your memory when the first George Bush was president. Those of you old enough to remember, and they always had pictures of the family at the Kennebunkport main compound. Well, I wasn't the only one on this particular day, and probably every day wanted to take a look at the Bush family compound at Kennebunkport. So you wind around, and once you get down there, it's on this peninsula. But the way it's situated, from the road, you're almost right across from this peninsula that sticks out. When I say road, I mean a very narrow two-lane road through a very small community. Kennebunkport is not a big town. But the took me a while, and I finally found a place to park. I got out of my car, walked down to where you could see the compound, Then it's a compound. I mean, I bet you there's 10 different buildings on it. Looks like about half of them are for the Secret Service, who seem to be the only people there. A bunch of in-shape Secret Service dudes walking around in about five blacked-out Suburbans. Seemed to be about all that was going on. But you get down there to the water, and you look across the little inlet, and, I mean, it's not 100 yards to where it is, and you see their boat and the tennis courts and the house. I think the, the thing that made me chuckle the most was, there was a big American flag, and then right below it, there's a Texas state flag and a Maine state flag. And from my vantage point, the Texas state flag looked a little bit bigger and higher than the Maine state flag. We know where their loyalties lie. Don't you mess with Texas. Now, after getting to experience that, which was pretty cool, driving back, I got to ponder the morning's ladder obsession. You know, it, it was a reminder that in a lot of ways, we're always starting over. Life is kind of like a series of transitions where in some ways you start over. And they sneak up on us, and all of a sudden we're there. And if we're not ready for it, we can get caught off guard and maybe make bad decisions. All of a sudden we've graduated. We've fallen in love. We've been beaten and bruised. We got old. Lord, how'd that happen? How'd I get old? You name it. Somebody dies. You get sick. You, you, you chase after a goal for years, and then you don't quite get there, or maybe you do get there. And then you kind of got to decide what's next. And depending upon what journey you've taken and where you arrived, it might feel like starting over. It's not such a bad place, by the way. Because with those transitions, with that experience, good and bad, it gives us, in a way, more possibilities, more people that we can help. But that's not always the case, is it? 
we don't always take our transitions that way. We don't always feel like we have an opportunity to start over, especially as we get older, we get regret. We spend years working on something and maybe it doesn't turn out how we thought it was. And then we go, now what? And we think it's all wasted and we turn inward. It's like a idea I had when I was a kid that I didn't realize at the time how wrong I was. You know, I thought life was looking through this looking glass that as a small boy, the glass didn't really seem that big. Didn't really seem like I could see much. Yet the world seemed full of possibilities. And I can remember thinking to myself, man, I'm a little kid. I'm not that smart. I haven't finished school. I don't have a lot of money. I rely on my parents for everything. Yet look how big the world looks through this little looking glass I have that I can barely see past my front porch into the cornfields. And I'd climb up on the roof of my house sometimes and I'd lay back and I'd look up into the sky and the clouds and I dream with my eyes open. And I'd think, man, when I get older and I'm smarter and I know more and I can do what I want, man, if the world seems big now, what's it going to seem like then? How big is the world going to seem? All the possibilities, all the things I can do. When you're young like that, time seems to take forever. You feel like you're going to live forever. Unfortunately, what happens to most people as they get older? The opposite happens. The world seems to get smaller. Opportunities seem to slip through our fingers. Time speeds up, and we start looking at the calendar and the years and wondering, where's it all gone and how much do I have left? You can feel that way at 22. You can feel that way at 82. And when you're there, what do you do? Well, I'll tell you what I tell people to do. Do something. Take a chance. Take a risk. Don't be afraid. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Because eventually the time runs out. Eventually the opportunities cease. Eventually you can't start over. With each breath you have, there's an opportunity to do something. Now, it changes. The things I wanted to do as a young man, I can't do now. But you find different ways. You find ways to adapt. When I was young, I I wanted to play basketball. I thought that was everything. Well, that didn't last very long. Now, as an adult, I coach basketball. It's different. It's not the same. But in a lot of ways, I, I like it more than when I played. I enjoy the kids. I enjoy the teaching. I enjoy what I learned from them. I enjoy knowing that hopefully they're learning something from me. Had a decision to make. You know, you get to a point. What am I going to do? What choices can I make? In, In a way, coaching is starting over. You're not playing anymore. You can look at almost anything in life like that. As you get older, oftentimes the best way to start over is to give. To give of yourself. You want an inexhaustible well of goodness? Give of yourself. It's a way you can use all your disappointments and all your victories, all your pain and all your pleasure, all your weaknesses and all your strength, and you can give to somebody else. Maybe it's somebody younger than you going through a transition you've been through and you help them through it. Maybe it's somebody older than you going through a transition alone. Maybe they're elderly and their spouse has passed away and their kids live all over the country and they're there alone and you go visit them. And you build a relationship with them. And for both of you, it is new. 
and you both grow and you both learn. Don't be afraid to start over. Don't be afraid to move ahead. What do you have to lose? It's easy to get trapped by fear, scared of what we might lose or what we might risk. And in doing so, we don't live. Things go through our fingers. And you can start living and feeling that way when you're young. You can start living and feeling that way when you're older. And you lose sight of all the opportunities and all the people. That's one of the greatest blessings I have traveling around doing the speaking and teaching that I do. Because just on a day when I'm burnt out, just on a day when I'm tired, when I want to be home with my family, when I ask myself if this is worth it, man, I meet somebody and they light up your day. Or I meet somebody and they tell me a year ago they were hopeless and they followed what I said and now they're full of hope. And you meet somebody and when you met them, they were the one who needed help and now they're helping others. Or I'm having a bad day and maybe somebody notices it. And somebody who objectively has got a lot more to be worried about than me is the one that cheers me up, that brings me up. Happy little pleasures you don't expect when you allow allow yourself to live. When I got back today at these retreats, they always have volunteers come in to do things for the veterans. One of them is massage. Now, I usually, you know, once I'm done with my thing, I like to go off on my own, catch up on work. So one of the massage people, he came over and he says, hey, I heard your speaker and your feet a lot. You want a massage? You know, my first reaction was just to go, no, thanks. I'm good. He's like, well, come on over here. So I go over and I sit in this chair and he starts working on my feet. And I mean, it's overwhelming the emotion that's released when I feel the pain leaving my feet, especially my left one. I got this sciatica problem and from when I broke my back. Shoots down my leg all the time, makes it hard to travel, makes it hard to stand. All of a sudden, he's releasing that pain and just this wave of emotion is coming over me. So then as we're sitting there, I start telling about my wife and headaches that she deals with. And I start describing what her symptoms are and what she's going through. And his face lights up because you can tell he's excited to be helping me. And now he might be able to help my wife. And he asked me some questions. And then he says, well, you know what? This is what I would do. And and I said, well, you think you could show me some things I could do when I get home? And he goes, oh, yeah. And so he gets done. And I get up on this other table. And he says, face the ceiling. And then he puts his hands behind my head and he shows me kind of where your muscles go into your skull and explains how those kind of go through the top of your head all the way down to your eyes. And that's where stress headaches can come from. And he shows me what to do and tells me what questions to ask her to get some feedback. And then all of a sudden, this person that I wanted to walk away from at a time in my life when I'm like, oh, I'm doing enough. I just want to go relax. I I get out of that comfort zone. I allow myself to learn something, to be taken care of by somebody else. And not only do I benefit benefit from it, but hopefully my wife's going to benefit from it. And I'm going to go home and it's going to help and it's going to work. And the guy doing it, he wasn't a puppy. He was an older gentleman for a massage therapist. He got into it late in life. As he said, I've been doing it since I was in high school. But when I was younger, it really wasn't a profession you'd go into. And So he said, I just did normal jobs. And then about 14 years ago, I decided this is what I'm going to do. And he, even though he was married and a family, he went back to school, got an associate's degree in massage. And you could just tell from the look on his face, he liked helping people. It excited him that he helped me. It excited him that I wanted to know how I could help my wife. And that's life. That's life. It's a gift. It's a gift that we've been given the responsibility 
of time. And that time passes fast. And don't waste it thinking about what could have been. Don't waste it with regret. Waste it by getting up and doing something today. What do you got to lose? Take that online class. Learn that skill you didn't know before. Interact with that neighbor who's alone. Call that grandkid or that you haven't seen for a while. Call that old friend. Go outside for a walk. Just breathe in the air. Starting over is an awesome thing. It's a scary thing. But you get up today and you do something new. You do something you've always wanted to do. You feel like a kid again. You feel young. You're not looking in the mirror. Don't just think I'm speaking to you if you're older. My God, I can remember feeling that way when I was young and I was getting out of the Marines and I felt lost. I felt old. I felt like I had nowhere to go. I felt like life had passed by too fast and so many things I'd wanted to do and I couldn't do anymore and I was lost. And it took realizing I didn't have to feel that way. I could start over. I could do something else. I could look at it as a rebirth and instead of being a little baby, I was a a young man and I could look at all my experiences and all the good things and all the bad things and I could ask myself, okay, now what? What do I do next? What do I use with this? Where do I go next? And I felt young again. And whenever I start to sink back into a hole, when I'm feeling dark, when I'm feeling like passing me by quickly, I try to do the same thing. I try to take inventory where I've been, where I've gone, what I've done, good and bad. And then what can I do now? And I hope I'll be able to do that to the day I die. I hope I'll be in, you know, an old man in hospice someplace and the grandkids are coming to see me and my kids and, and my wife. And I'm still thinking, what can I do next? What can I do today? What can I do before I'm gone? That's life. That's flying. That's the power of purpose. Even if it's just getting in a car and going to see the Bush family compound at Kennebunkport. And I'm not as young as I am now and I'm older and I'm hobbling out of the car and I'm making my way across the rocks. That's still new. That's still exciting. That's still meaningful. That's what we all want to keep doing with life. So don't be afraid to start over tomorrow, friends. Don't be afraid to take a risk. What do you got to lose? You got nothing to lose, really. Nothing. So until next time, aim high. Take a risk. Start over if you need to. Spread your wings. There will be others there doing the same thing. New friends. New experiences. New knowledge. Maybe a massage therapist to give you some advice on helping your wife or your husband or your loved one. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Love, faith, helping others, family. No matter how old you are, how young you are, where you've been, what you've done, those are always things you can say today those are going to be the most important things. So until tomorrow, I am your host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.